Well, hello there. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Business, Ministry, and Money podcast with Catherine Storing and Kimberly Jones. <laughs> I love how you sing it. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we have so much fun with this podcast. I'm telling you, God is amazing and a half. If you ever had any doubt, and he is all in your business, in your ministry, and in your money. Never, ever doubt that for a second. We're back because we just love this stuff so much for another amazing episode. And we were just having the pre-show. The pre-show is so good, isn't it? The pre-show is amazing. It's amazing. I love me some pre-show. Today we're gonna talk about. Listen, I hope you're sitting down. I hope you have your pen. But oh, for the first one, just listen. You're gonna get a little beat up, but you're gonna like it at the end, okay? And then listen again and take notes because this one is really. I mean, the other ones were really good, but this one, like, pick oh, everything. Yeah. Really, 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 really good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So today we're talking about make a decision make a decision. We're so excited about what's happening. So I think the best way to get started is to get a quick recap from Fly Girl over here. <laughs> she did something awesome. She's still fly, but she actually literally was flying. <laughs> so that's what inspired this week's episode. So let me tell you about this. So I've been planning for quite some time to uh, do the indoor skydiving and um, out of the blue, like really quick, an opportunity became available over the weekend. And so I said, okay, I'm going to do it. I had to finagle some things and, and kind of tweak my schedule a little bit, but I made it happen. Okay. So we get to the, the skydiving facility and um, they have their process. And so of course you got to, you got to check in. Um, you have to fill out, of course, all their disclaimers, um, you got you to gotta weigh in, all of that. And so the anticipation is building while we're going through this process of getting ready. And it's a group of six of us, so everybody has to go through the process together. And um, we get all of that done and pre-registration. Then we have to go to a little training class. So everybody goes to the training class. We're sitting in the class, not any more than probably 15 minutes, but the guy shows us a video. Um, while he's showing the video, we're all sitting there and we're all kind of looking at each other like, oh my goodness, are we really doing this? And so this seems pretty simple. You know, the video uh, comes to an end and then the individual begins to give us um, just some further instruction. And he gives us several, um, uh, several things that he's going to do while we're in uh, the, the skydiving little thing there. And he gives us some hand signals to be aware of. Um, it was so cool. It was like, he was like, if, you're, if you, if you want to go up, you do this. If you want to, if we want you to bend your legs, we're going to give you this sign and just all kind of different stuff. So we get through the training class and then we have to go and get suited up, right? So it's this whole process. And the whole time, Catherine, that we're doing this process, we're right in the same area that we're actually going to do the skydiving. So we're watching other people in the midst of it, right? And I didn't even think about this in pre-show, in our green room. I didn't even think about this. But while we're getting ready, we already see people who are doing it. I mean, they're doing it. And we're looking, and it's like we are, we're not geared up yet, but we're like, that's where I'm headed to. Like, that's where I'm going, right? So we get to the, the counter there, and he gives us our, our jumpsuit. He gives us our, you know, goggles and our helmets and um, our, our earplugs, all of that. 
And um, it was so funny. This is one thing I have to tell you, uh, and those that are listening. So I give my jumpsuit, right? And it's baggy. And I'm like, um, this isn't cute. It doesn't fit me right. <laughs> <laughs> and so I go back. I was like, excuse me, but you gave me the wrong size. This isn't cute. It doesn't fit me right. It's baggy. And he looks at it. And he says, no, that, that's perfect. He says, that's perfect for you. And I'm like, really? Are you sure? He's like, no, no, no. You'll see. That's perfect. Okay. And so anyway, we I, go did, I didn't there. notice that's that it was baggy though. I did notice because I know you like to be fitted. So right, I right. Did you see that? Did you see that on the video? And so I was like, this is just too baggy. I just done, it doesn't go well, right? And so, um, and I wasn't really happy about the fact that I had put that helmet on my hair and that little net thing on my hair. I wasn't happy about that. But anyway, we got everything. <laughs> we got everything done, and so we get into the little tube. It's a little, <clears throat> it's a little, um, little walkway that we have to stand in and sit in until it's our turn to go into the actual vacuum thing where we're skydiving. And um, as I was telling you, Catherine, I was fourth in line to go in, and it was a mother and her two kids there. And the two kids go in, and they do okay for kids. They're like nine years old, seven years old. We're like, yeah, you did a good job. You did a good job. Um, then the mom goes in, right? She goes in, she's in there for maybe like five seconds. And all of a sudden you see her hands like flailing in the air. And she's like, uh. so the guy grabs her and takes her out of the, out of the area. And she's standing there at the opening of the door. And she's like, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't catch my breath. I couldn't breathe. So the guy tells her to just scream really, really loud when she's going, when she goes back in. So she goes in and she just starts screaming and then we all start screaming. <laughs> Everybody's screaming, <laughs> trying to root her on, you know, you got this and we're all screaming. So she actually gets through her, she comes out and I was like, what happened? She's like, I couldn't catch my breath. It was just, I couldn't breathe in there. And I start to panic internally, like, oh my God, this thing is gonna take my breath away. Like I'm not gonna be able to breathe when I get in there. And so I make up in my mind, well, she screamed. So when I get in there, I'm gonna scream. So the, I stand at the doorway and the guy's like, are you ready? You know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. So he, he, he lifts me a little bit. And then the, um, just the vacuum just takes you right in. It's just amazing, right? So I get in there and I just automatically, I start screaming because I'm like, I'm not going to have my breath taken away. I'm not going to, you know, be in here passing out because I can't breathe. And so I start screaming at the top of my lungs. And then all of a sudden I just stop, right? And I'm like, oh, I don't have to scream. Like, I'm okay. And I really get into the moment, right? And so I'm, I'm, I'm doing my arms and my legs like I'm supposed to be. I'm watching the instructor because he tells me when I need to do certain things. And so I'm not all into this screaming thing. I'm really into the moment of what it's going to take in order to get the most out of that experience. I'm into the moment, I'm listening, I'm watching, I'm looking. I, I mean, I'm, it's, it's, a, it's a totally different experience when I close my mouth and I just follow the instructions. I'm even able to, even the people that are watching, like my group, I can even really identify with them. It was so much fun, I'm laughing. I'm like, it changed the whole dynamic of the experience. And then went around the second time got to the door and the guy says, you know, he tells us before, if you go through the second time and you want to go higher, you got to let me know at the door. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. At the door that you're walking through, that you're going through, yes. you got to make up in your mind if you want to go higher when you come through this door the second time. Ooh. I stood at the door the second time. I said, take me higher. 
And I got in there. And so we went all the way up to the top in that thing, just free flying. And, you know, he still directed me even up high. And, you know, we go up and down and up and down and up and down. And it is an amazing experience. I mean, for those of you who are watching, I would highly recommend, I mean, that are listening, I would highly recommend it because it's an experience that it's, I mean, you just have to go. And, and then, of course, with me, I'm always getting revelation with things. And so there's so much that we got out of that. And we're going to tie it into our discussion today. <laughs> wow. That, as you were talking, and I, you know, this is the second time, but of course you have more details. It just gave me chills to think about walking, through, when you said talking through the door. The door. Oh my God. They are doors. And I love the fact the vacuum took you in. So yes. many times, oh my God, many times we think we have to bring so much with ourselves, but we don't have to because the room itself has all the things yes oh my god when you yes. said that vacuum took you yeah it took me in it pulled me in oh what did you just say the room already already has everything it pulls you in it supplies everything that you need oh my goodness everything you need but if you don't walk in the people that were outside expectators they did not get pulled in did they no because you no. gotta you gotta, you gotta be at that door you gotta get to the door, but not yeah. only that, you gotta have, you gotta dress yourself for that door. You best believe that anybody came to that door, they did not have that awesome jumpsuit, even though it was not pink or purple. Right. But if they did not have that jumpsuit on, they didn't have the proper attire. Right. They weren't ready. You wouldn't be ready. You wouldn't be ready. Oh my God. So one of the things you said was that the first lady um, um, opened her mouth. So th there's something about opening your, your mouth and you are the lady of uh, decree and declare, right? Right. That was her process. Right. Like she opened her mouth. And many times we want to go through the process and, and I don't know what it is. If we forget, if we get lazy, if we just want to be dignified and proper, but we do have to decree and declare the things that God says about our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. That you're right. That was her process and it worked for her, for her to open up her mouth at that appointed time, because what she needed in that moment was something that was going to allow her to relax and that was going to distract her from everything that was going on around her. And I realized that later, but when I got in there and it became my turn to do it and I thought, well, I'll just do the same thing. Right. Right. But it wasn't necessary for me. Not for you. Not for that. Not for my decision. Not for your decision. Once you made your decision, you were going to have your own way of getting in. And, and many times, unfortunately, we're seeing somebody else's process and we are thinking, okay, if I want to go to the level that they just went to, and we talked about that, many times we see another level and we think that's my, my, my Everest. Uh-huh. And most of the time that's just the, that's just the place where you camp. That's it. And we we think that that's it, but that's just the place where you gather your supplies, you make sure that you have all the rope and you have everything and you keep on climbing. We cannot look at anybody else's level and determine that that's going to be my level also. Exactly. Because their ceiling will be your floor. Yes. They're silly. That's where they tap out at. But that's where you just begin. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's nothing wrong with that. Nothing. 
Because God deals with us all in different ways. And we all have different capacities in different seasons. And different assignments. They're, they might be perfectly for that place, for that level. They're going to be people that they're going to equip to even go higher than them or to just be able to achieve that level. We got to remember um, one of the things that analogies that I really, really like is when you're going up and, um, and you're climbing, it is it's better for you if you're climbing to reach up because when you reach up automatically you are inches higher but if you're trying to pull somebody and you have to go really down already now you're lower and they are people that are not even doing this like if you are higher than me pk you best believe i'm gonna be on my tippy toes see i'm gonna make it i'm reaching i'm reaching I'm reaching, and I think part of making the decision is doing that. We need to be oh, yeah. on our tippy toes and, and putting on the suit. Even if, yeah. even if the door is not appear a, a yet, you want to make sure that when somebody looks in the crowd, they're looking for, okay, out of all these people, who's ready? You got to be ready. Who's you got to be ready. You gotta be ready. You got to be dressed. You got to be dressed. I, I told you in that experience how we were not the ones that were you know, in, in the in the space for skydiving yet, but we were on the outside looking in, but we saw where we wanted to go. Yeah. And in preparation to get there, we had to get dressed. We had to get dressed. To even be in the lineup, we had to be dressed. That is so good. And how good was for you to see other people flying already? We, I'm a very visual person. So for me, to see somebody operating in the realm that I want to operate, I'm going to be sitting there with my little pencil, taking notes and watching. It inspires me to see other people operating at a higher level. Yeah, it's so true. And all of this that we're talking about, I know we have a couple more points to go yeah. over too, but all of this that we're talking about is founded in our ability to make a decision about where we're going. Because we had to make a decision prior to getting there. I had to get in my car. I had to drive for like 40 minutes. But that decision was made already. And there was no turning back. There was no turning back. And so when we get to that point where we're truly ready to go to the next level, we have to have a made-up mind. And then we got to take all the steps. It would, have done, it would have been crazy for me to get all the way there, drive 40 minutes, get in there and say, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to dress up. I don't want to dress up because you're not giving me a pink jumpsuit. I'm not going to dress up. And, you know, I don't feel like doing, you know, what, what, what sense is that? Right. But how many times have we done that, though? How many times do we buy the ticket? How many times do we start the process, start writing the book and start the conference and, and do all the things? And then when the, the when D day comes, we find any little excuse. Oh, wait, I didn't get the right shade of napkin. So, you know, I'm not right. going to do it. Or I didn't get the um, MC that I wanted and all these things. Right. That are inconsequential to the process. Right. Right. I think when that happens that we, we, we're fooling ourselves, that we're telling ourselves that we're ready for something that we're really not ready for in our mind. It's coming out of our mouths, but it's really not really settled in our minds. And I think, you know, many times we don't, we don't give mind work enough attention. And we think that we can just go out because sometimes because we see other people do it or because we've heard that it's a certain way, but we haven't taken the time, once we make that decision 
to make sure that that mind work is done so that we can proceed forward in the process. Absolutely. And I love what you're saying because it just leads us back into the next point is we need to trust the process. We, we serve a God that he even uses our false starts. I love that. It's yeah. like, oh, he sees that, that we're trying to, to take off and he's like, okay, they, they're, not, they're not ready yet. I'm going to use that. Oh, so yes. Information that you have. And I was writing down some things of learn things that I learned over the weekend. And those things that I learned, lessons, I call it lessons learned. Yeah. I don't believe that I'm going to keep that list handy. So when I go again, I'm not going to do that. I'm definitely not going to do that. And then when I do this, I'm going to add A, B, C, or D all the way through Z. But I wouldn't have that information if I hadn't tried. That's right. That's right. If you if, if if we don't try, you know, if we don't position ourselves to get out there and do things that we've never done before and trust the process. I mean, you know, we're not I wasn't an expert in that because I'd never done it before. The same thing when we're when we're launching out and we're forging ahead in the world of entrepreneurship, when we're launching out in ministry, when we're when we have taken on that mandate of really building and accumulating kingdom wealth, we're going into places that we haven't been before. And so if we're waiting for like that perfect opportunity or until it makes all, all sense, until all of it makes sense, should I say, or we're, we're trying to boost our, listen, I tell people all the time, you got to feel the feeling and choose the behavior. And you got to make up in your mind, I'm moving forward. I don't, I don't want to miss out on opportunities because you know, I don't trust the process. They had people in there who knew what they were doing. So we had to trust that they knew what they were doing and follow their directions. Right. So. Yeah, I love that. So there's, there were people there assigned and that's something that we have to be aware of. Our boss, your boss is my boss. He's been at this for a little bit. Okay. Oh, yeah. So if he puts us in a place where in the path to fly, in the fly path, we need to trust that he knows what he's doing. Like, no, we talked about that last, last, last week. He was at the beginning when he formed us in our mother's womb, right? So if he was there and he's already at the end as well, the middle adds up. It's like a math equation. And I love math now. I didn't before because I didn't <laughs> get the importance of math. But mm -hmm. the equation has to make sense. You cannot create a pro you can have a, pro a problem, right? You need to know how many hours does it take to go from Boston to New York City. Well, if you know how long it takes to get to Atlanta, how is that going to help you? Yeah. Going to, to Boston to New York City, you need to have the right elements. Yeah. You don't have the right elements to the equation, it's not going to add up. So if God created me, that's the first element. If yeah. he has me in the process, that's another element. And he's going to meet me at the end. I have everything that I need because I'm doing what he wants me to do. Yeah. And at the end, when I add it up, it's a positive number. Yes, yes. And a positive number means that we are, we're moving forward, that we're being, you know, we're being added to. God is constantly adding to our lives and taking us to greater places. And I love the way that you said, you know, how we often discuss God is at the beginning, but he's also at the end. And he knows everything that's in the middle. And he's trying to, he's trying to get us somewhere. And so we could just trust the process and do it exactly as he tells us to do it, or even those that he assigns to us. You see, um, many times 
people don't want to, um, they don't want to trust other people. Now that's one to talk about right there. How many times do we forfeit the decisions that we made because we don't want to trust other people who God has placed in our lives to help us move along in the process? Right. That's, that's powerful. That's powerful right there. There are people assigned to us and we have to remember we were talking about this, that there are some people that are going to help us either way, whether they want to or not, they're helping us. And we need to remember that you said that last week, you said, if we remember that everything works out for our good, Mm -hmm. we would not be so upset when things go sideways. And we need to remember that because that lady that went before you, when you were flying, she helped you. Oh, she did. She absolutely did. And she had no idea. No. Now, let me ask ask you this. When you had the opportunity to go again, you could have very well said, I did it. I drove in. Mm -hmm. I flew already. I don't have to go again. Was that ever even part of the, 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 your thought process of, I'm not going to take the opportunity to go again? No, it wasn't. From the very beginning, I want I wanted to go. Um, I wanted to go again. But this is one thing that you you brought to my um, to my remembrance is I was because I had another appointment later. I said, "Well, let me go first because if I have to leave after the first go round, then I can." But this is the deal. Once you got in that process, there was no leaving. <laughs> there was not like you were in there. And you had you commit to the whole thing, like you commit until, and you have to wait for everybody that's in that in that um, in that group to finish. They don't just let you out. You just have to wait after you have gone. And so that to me that says something about committing to the process. And you know me finagling my schedule because this is something that I really wanted to do, and really committing to it and sticking to it. Not just a portion of the process, but the whole thing. Like the whole thing. Wow. So you made a commitment. And I noticed um, that you didn't go high up the first time that you went out. It's true. So we need, that's a huge lesson right there. We try and we might get burned or we really, really, and you really try, right? You were paying attention. He was grabbing you by the extra fabric, right? Yes. But that cannot be our last try. That's yes. part of making a decision. If you are committed, wow. it's like a relationship. If you are in a relationship and anything, it's a relationship. When friendship, marriage, um, in church, anything, if you are committed, you're going to see the thing through. You have wow. to stay in. That is so true. That is so true. And this is the thing of it. I couldn't have gone. Um, the, the first go round, you could only go so high. Going to the second one is when you went all, all the way. Go back, go back to that. So the first time around, you can only go so So high. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Wow. So do you think that maybe that in the process, God wants to see how faithful we are at the level that he has given us access to at the moment Mm -hmm. before he takes us? Wow. It's like a trial. It's almost like, you know, when you take your kid somewhere and you see, you see if they're going to act a fool. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> see how you acted today? Uh-huh. You're not coming next week. Right. No, no, no. You're, no, no. You blew it. You blew it. You're done. 
<laughs> I can see God. I can see saying, you see, I was about to promote her. I'm talking to Jesus. You see how what we were going to do? She ain't ready. Wow. We cannot take her anywhere. <laughs> wow. Wow. But I love when, because you were, you were allowed to go back, right? You were allowed to go back. So if you have broken any of the rules, and they gave you many rules, right? If you have right. broken any of the rules, they would have said, Ms. Jones, I know we pay. You already pay, but you're not welcomed. You're not right. invited. No. Try again. Because there were hazards. It, it, would, it would have been safety ha hazards. There, there are liabilities, and they understood the liabilities. So what was even remarkable is that even when somebody else was in the, in the tube, in the vacuum, um, the people on the outside who are waiting their turn again, there are certain rules they had to play by. Oh, wow. They had to keep, we had to keep our helmets on. We had to keep our goggles on. We had to stay, stay uh, seated the whole time. So there are rules through the process, even when you think it's not your turn. And how you handle yourself while you are waiting. While you are waiting. Oh, that, that right there. While you are waiting. It, waiting is part of going up. Let's talk about that. Because we want to be flying all the time. And God said, wait, hold, hold your wow. horses. Hold your horses. Wow. You want to fly, but you don't even know how to walk. I was going in with the live, uh, I think it was Friday, knowing the fundamentals. God is not going to let you on the fly path if you don't know the walking fundamentals. And we need to know that. So while we're waiting, it's not time for you to take a nap. It's not time for mm -hmm. you to throw your thumbs. It's time for you to master your fundamentals. And your fundamentals are not my fundamentals. And that's okay. Right. Right. Because it's all part of the process. So when we are building business, when we're building ministry, when we're going to that next level, we have to, we have to operate at any point in time as if we're already flying. We got to operate at a point where we know that pretty soon we're going to be standing at that door and we're going to have to have a made up mind. We will have to have made that decision that I'm going to, I'm going to follow the steps all the way through. I'm not going to try to skip a step. I'm not going to do things on my own. I'm going to follow the instruction that God has given me. I'm going to take the steps in my business. There's no shortcuts. I'm going to go through the process and write in my book. There are no shortcuts. And I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it as unto God. And I'm going to do it with a willing spirit, with a good attitude. Because I know every time, I, every time I'm obedient to God, it pushes me one step closer to that door. Every time. Every time. Every time. Until finally I'm standing there and God says, it's your turn. Wow. That is so powerful. It is so powerful. We need to, as you were talking, I was thinking of the scripture that says that we need to speak things that are not as though they were. So we need to be flying in our purpose before we're flying. We need to be, it's like we're royalty. I need to treat myself. If I want somebody else to treat me as royalty, I need to treat me as royalty because that's who God says that I am. I cannot expect somebody else to see me as God sees me if I don't see myself don't as see God me. sees me. And we do that. I, I know I have done that in the past. And uh, there were hard lessons for me to learn to get to that place of, uh, 
I pay too much of it's too high of a price when I don't see myself as God sees me. That's right. And when we don't see ourselves as God sees us, when we don't see ourselves and we don't, we don't, we can't even visualize the, the future version of ourselves because that's what God, that's how God deals with us. That's what I believe. I believe God deals with us. And sometimes we're like, God, can you have a little bit of mercy? You see where I am right now? And I believe God is saying, I'm not thinking about where you are right now. I'm thinking about where you're going. I'm, I'm dealing with you as the already uh, successful entrepreneur, the, 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 the number one best-selling uh, author. That, that's how I'm dealing with you. And so, you know, you're wanting me to deal with you where you are right now, but I'm dealing with you where you're going and where I have intended and ordained for you to go. And so we, we have to, we got to get with the program and we got to, we, again, we got to trust the process. We got to know that God, his ways are not our ways, ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts. He does not get it wrong. He does not make a mistake when he calls us. You know, when he uh, selects us, when he justifies us, glorifies us, you know, predestines us, all of that, he doesn't make mistakes. We are, we are the one. We are the one. Wow. So as you were talking, I, I remember the, 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 the last part of the name of our podcast is money. So if God is seeing us as the final version of ourselves, then we need to treat our money, our finances, and our lives as if. Yep. We need to have that mindset of, I was watching, I was reading, uh, somebody posted something. One of, one of my favorite authors has a book coming out um, in May and um, he's talking about investment. And he said, if you invest $10 a day, it will change your life. But mm -hmm. only if you do it, $10 a day, that's $70 a week. Right. I was like, you can be an investor. Wow. But you have to have that mindset. Talk to yourself as I'm a lender, not a borrower. Yes. That could be $20. The Bible doesn't specify what that amount needs to be. That's true. So Gosh. if you want to be a lender, lend today. Yeah. Don't be a borrower, okay? Um, be an investor. And there's so many apps out there, so many books you can be reading. There's so many podcasts. I'm listening to podcasts. My, my phone is almost out of space because of all the podcasts that I subscribe to because I'm listening to people that have a abundance mindset. I found an image that I got uh, uh, emailed to me today that I have access to, and I emailed it to my assistant and said, we got to find a way to use this image this week because it's abundance. Wow. It's like on brand in every way, shape, and form. And I told her, we need to use this. So what am I doing? I'm already expecting that the content that I'm going to create, that the things that I'm speaking about are about abundance. Therefore, I need to use that image. Wow. For us in our mind, how are we thinking about our money? That is not, that we may not see, but it's already here. So how are we thinking about how we're going to spend our money before it comes in the natural? So God can right. trust that when it comes in the natural, if, if we act right, that we'll be able to manage it well. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? It makes a lot of sense. Um, somebody once said that money just makes you more of what you already are. And so if we can't get a handle on where we are right now, maybe you haven't made your millions yet, 
But if you're, if you have hundreds <laughs> that are coming through your hands right now, how are you handling it? What type of steward are you being over what you have in your hands right now? Because this is the truth of the matter. There is no magic a switch that's flipped that makes you into a better money manager or time manager, you know, or relationship manager. If we can't handle it on the lower levels, when it's time to go up, we're just going to make a mess of it. Right. That's right. good stuff, Catherine. That is good. And all that from you flying this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All of that. I, and, and a lot of this stuff is just coming now as we're talking. Um, there's so much to get from that. And I know we got one more thing to talk about, though, with that. That last point of opening up your mouth when God tells you to open up your mouth. We, I know we talked about the lady opening hers. Yeah, what about when God tells you to open yours yeah. for that last, that last, you know, that last jump that I was doing in there. The guy told me, the instructor said, if you want to go higher, you got to say, take me high. Yeah. Wow. You got you. He said, you got to say it. So if you don't say it, I'm just going to let you stay at this level that you've been on. But when you open up your mouth and you begin to say, listen, I'm going higher. I'm ready confidently and boldly. You know, I'm the, I'm the declaration lady. I believe that we decree a thing and it's established unto us. And so when I said it, guess what? Everything had to line up with what I said. Everything, everything. I love that so much. I love that so much. And as you were saying on the pre-show, God is a gentleman. If you are happy with the comfort zone, and the comfort zone is our enemy, our mm -hmm. comfort zone in every area, in, in working out, not good, in growing, not good. You need, we do the best, our best work when we fumble things. And I know I'm a perfectionist. I like to get things, not a perfectionist. I like to get things right because mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do things whenever they need to be done, but I like to get things right. And sometimes we may, we may allow that to get in the way of fumbling it a little bit. You just, sometimes you just gotta, you, you, you don't have to be so steady at the first. Nobody, yeah. nobody, God, I don't think expects us to be steady the first day that we take our first steps. Right. Parents never say to a toddler, oh, you, you took those three steps. You were too wobbly. So <laughs> no. Down. You won't count. <laughs> We, as a matter of fact, we get excited about the wobbly, don't we? When it comes to that, watching our children grow and learn how to walk. I think God gets excited about our wobbly. I do. I think he gets excited when we take that opportunity to make a decision and then we step out and we start doing it, not knowing the beginning from the end, but trusting that he does. And then allowing our, um, our, our words and our actions to align and, and getting out there and doing it. God is looking for a faithful few in this season that will say, you know what, God, I'm committing my, my business, you know, my money, my ministry, everything. I'm, I'm committing it to you. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm sure that there are those who are listening. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the next step. I don't know what's going to happen when I walk through this door and this whole whirlwind hits me. But the wonderful thing is that God will use the whirlwind to elevate you, just like he did for me in that, in that skydiving place. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I know the preachers love us. We were about preachers love to talk about 
about uh, Peter and how he didn't, he, he was not able to sustain the walk, but ain't nobody else in history that took those steps. You don't have anybody else documented that walked on water. And I don't think Jesus got mad at him because he went down. He got mad at him for the reason that he went down. Not because he went down. That's the difference. He said, you know, your faith, right? But he didn't say, why did you come out? Or, you know, that was poor walking. He said, if you kept looking at me, I got you. But he did it. He did walk. We got to remember that. And I love what you said about um, now we need to speak those things. And part of speaking those things is as we fall down, and we will, we might fall down, we continue to speak ourselves all the way up. Sometimes sometimes it's all it takes. You have to speak yourself up. I remember. So for those of you that haven't noticed, I got uh, braids yesterday. And even though I told my friend not to go too tight, you know, you know, that's what happens. They need to be tight. So last night, it was so funny. I don't even know how I determined this. But last night I said, I am going to sleep. I'm going to sleep. I never have my hair tight. I wear my hair, whatever, right? So last night when I decided, I made a decision, I'm going to sleep. And whenever my hair, it was tight and I propped myself up until my hair is not tight anymore. You know what I said to myself? I remember saying this. I said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I went back to bed. PK, I don't know how many times I said that, but I slept last night. Look at that. Look at that. And now you may say, Catherine, you're kind of wasting that scripture on hair. Listen, you can use the scriptures for whatever whatever you need. And I'm just me exercising that right that I have, that promise that I can do all things. I can be a millionaire in Jesus Christ who strengthens me. Amen. I'll take that one. Yes. I'm going to be consulting for the White House for the next term in Jesus name. Yes. I'll take that too. Yes. So we need to, we need to, if we are going to be decreeing and declaring, one thing that I didn't tell you is that my new program starts um, today and we are going to be using your second um, declaration book uh, because when you're embarking on something new, something as big as this, we need to be speaking the right things. Mm -hmm. And I did that, I think three programs ago, and that was people still talking about that. Same thing again, because those books, if you haven't picked up those the uh, declaration books, you have to go to KimberlyJ.com, pick it up because they are life-changing. Like those books will walk you through so many things. And I did not know anything about the Korean and declare. I wasn't raised like that. I didn't know anything about it. And I'm telling you those books, those books are amazing because they really will walk you through any, any new thing that you haven't done before. Yeah. So thank, you. thank you for writing them. Oh, thank you. Thank you for, for using it. I'm honored that you would even use those in your programs. Um, Cause I know what you do is amazing and it's nothing like putting the word of God, coupling the word of God with your works, you know, cause we have to do the work, right. But yeah. we do it in the context of the word. So I appreciate that. I really do. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's actually Kimberly J. Net. I just realized that. So guys, you need to make a decision. Okay, you need to open your mouth, decree and declare. Um, you cannot go by anybody else's experience once you make that decision. And you need to trust the process as you do that thing. And then yeah. watch how your elevation just takes off. Oh, yeah. 
Oh yeah. There are some, uh, some of our listeners that I believe that are uh, in that phase. They may be in different portions of the process. They may be just getting, you know, suited up or maybe getting trained or they might be in that line ready to go to the door or they might be standing right at the door. Mm. All of these things that we've talked about today in this episode are going to serve you well as you make the decision, wherever you are in the process, again, that you're trusting what God has said and, and you're not allowing somebody else's experience to be yours. And then you're taking ownership by opening up your mouth and saying what it is that God has said about you and what you know to be true about you, your abilities, and, and the promises that are, that are on your life. So we, we just know this is going to be amazing. We're going to have so many testimonies that come uh, forth as a result of this because this stuff works, okay? It just works. It totally works. So if you finding, if you need to find a way to give us that, make sure that you go to bit.ly forward slash BMM dash tell us. Okay. Bit.ly forward slash BMM for business, ministry, and money and dash tell us. Let us know how this is blessing you. Listen, we want more people to find the podcast and the way that happens um, now that we are on 12 different platforms, thank you very much, yeah. is leaving us a review and letting people know why you love this podcast. Listen, all the three things that are uh, about to catapult your life, business, ministry, and money. We talk about all those three things every single week. So take the time, leave us a review, let us know how God is just yanking you out of that place of stock and out of that place of complacency and pushing you forward. And uh, we just cannot wait to hear from you. We are putting some amazing things together and we want to make sure that it includes all the things that you need. That you need. Is that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, guys, this is a, a little longer than usual episode, but we needed to really go deep and really share all those things that we learned um, via kind of flying, pseudo flying with PK this weekend. And it's funny how you never know where the lessons are going to come from, whether it's from your own experience or somebody else's experience. That's right. That's right. We, we, we use it all, right? I think I've heard you say it, and I say it often too, that God doesn't waste anything, that everything we go through, God uses it to his glory and for our good. And so for those of you who are listening, listen, watch out, be on the lookout for, you know, out on social media, we'll, we'll post the, the information, we put the podcast out there. We want you to join, as Catherine said, please, please leave us your comments, your feedback, because this thing right here is getting ready to explode and you want to be a part of it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Awesome. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.